We all know that testimonies are a powerful way to share our story and our faith. And I thought I'm going to start here in this brand new episode on the Heal the Healers, how I actually came to not only to faith, that is a bigger story, but how I changed in my journey from living in two worlds in medicine and in my faith, in my Christian faith, and integrating them all together. So stay tuned and we will be right back. Welcome to the Heal the Healers podcast, where we explore the intersection of faith and medicine, discover your God-given potential, and experience Christ's healing in the midst of medical burnout. I'm your host, Inga Hoffman, a pediatric hemoctoc, physician coach, and follower of Jesus. Together, we will navigate the challenges of medicine, integrate faith into our personal and professional lives, experience spiritual renewal, and find restoration in Christ. Welcome to the Heal the Healers, where Christ heals one physician and one patient at a time. Welcome back to a new episode of the Heal the Healers, and I am so excited to be here with you. And thank you for joining in and just listening to these first episodes. I'm very, very grateful. I thought what I want to do today is really share from the beginning and start to share my testimony, how I started to integrate my faith and went from a person that was living in pretty much two worlds, academic medicine in one corner and my faith in the other corner. And while I incorporated my faith into my daily practice to some degree, there was a massive shift that happened a couple years ago. And I really want to share that and get you excited about it because my hope and prayer is this will inspire you and help you to integrate your faith better into your daily practice of medicine. Just like many of you, I became a Christian actually in high school, and that is a whole another amazing story that I need to share one day, how I became a Christian, a person of faith in high school as a not so wild, but somewhat wild teenager, and how a classmate got to share his faith in one of our classes at school, which is actually pretty amazing if I think back to it. But that will be a story for another day. Fast forward, I went to medical school and really I was a believer from the start of my medical career journey, from the start of my training, because I became a Christian pretty much right before I went into medical school. And my Christian faith was a foundation of who I am and who I've always been in those years through medical training, medical school, residency, fellowship. My faith was a strong foundation and always has been, and I'm incredibly grateful for that. But in some ways, my faith was a separate part of me compared to where I showed up in my institution, especially in my later years as a fellow junior faculty member, etc. See, I always prayed for my patients and I prayed for situations maybe when something happened in my daily life. Like for example, if I had to take an exam or I was facing a challenging situation with a patient or perhaps even with a colleague or a mentor, I did pray over those things. But it was more like making my requests to the Lord than actually really embodying those and praying without ceasing, like the Bible says. That only happened sort of on occasions. And to be honest, there were times during my Christian walk 
where my faith life was kind of like dry land. I didn't make time for quiet time. I didn't read my Bible consistently on a daily basis or even prayed on a daily basis. And when I did, I sort of did out of desperation, right? I'm running out of time. God helped me with something. And and I moved on with my day doing the works out of my own strength, out of my own intellect, I am out of my own hard work. And to be honest, it got me pretty far. I did pretty well for a while until I broke down with all the different demands that academic medicine has on us. And that's actually the time about 2015 or so where I started to really drastically shift my focus. And at that time, I was really trying to get out of my misery in academic medicine, getting my head above water because I knew I had fallen down on productivity. I was overwhelmed by juggling being a new mom in a very heavy loaded academic medical center on the East Coast and just juggling to try to keep my head above water. So at that time, I found personal development and coaching, and I got all into it. And to be honest, I'm very grateful for all those things. And over the years, I have helped countless of other physicians thrive in academic medicine. And I can share more about that in another time. But you can also listen to the Academic Revolution podcast, where I share tips and things, awarenesses that I have learned over the years to help academic physicians succeed. But you know, one interesting thing about that time was through my struggles in academia, trying to stay productive, finding a job eventually, I also got closer to God again in that season. Now, there were great seasons in between. We had a very close walk with God, but other seasons, honestly, were like dry land. They were a wasteland. They were difficult. And they were largely difficult, not because of the Lord, because of me pulling away from him, not being engaged, not reading, not praying, not staying in the word, sometimes not even making enough time to show up to a church or in a Bible study group. And all these things, you might say, do they really matter that much? Yes, they do. Again, another topic for another time. But what I really discovered during the time when I got into personal development and leadership is drawing back closer to God because I knew I needed his help in that season. And I was fortunate to be trained and mentored under John Maxwell, the John Maxwell leadership team, where I received my coaching training, leadership training, and all the tools that I now use to help other physicians be successful in their academic careers. And it was really John Maxwell's very open integration of his faith into his leadership and personal development, helping others other leaders to thrive, that really I found better, deeper connection. And I knew I had to return deeper to those Christian faith-based roots. I certainly did get closer during that season to God. But in many ways, it still was a little bit of a parallel track. My Christian faith, I went to church, I read my Bible, I became more consistent in prayer. But it was sort of a thing I did over here. And then I showed up at work over here. Now, I wasn't hiding my faith. In fact, during that same period of time, maybe a couple of years earlier, I started leading a group for physicians at my workplace where we talked about Christian faith and leadership. And that was a wonderful, powerful time that I'm very grateful for the Lord to just give that opportunity for community at the workplace. But again, while I did these different things, it was a lot of activity on my part and not so much of really trusting the Lord. 
Another way that showed up is with my patients. Now, I did pray for my patients throughout the years. And I always say I would go to the ends of the earth for my patients. I'm extremely passionate what I do. And I feel very honored and blessed to have walked alongside many families with devastating outcomes, with difficult diseases, and some wonderful, beautiful outcomes that I'm incredible and eternally grateful for. And I did pray for my patients. And it is wonderful to have that opportunity to pray for wisdom, for discernment, for godly insight and divine intervention. When I knew my medical knowledge was falling short, not because I was not studied enough or my training wasn't good, but we know that there are things in medicine we don't yet understand. We don't know. And we sometimes don't understand patient situations very specifically. So I prayed for those things. And I always operated out of the function of, I'm showing up, doing my very best today, and the rest I will give up unto the Lord, because the Lord has that person's faith, their life, their outcome in his hands. He can change destinies. He can change medical outcomes, even when I don't see them And I always trusted in that. And that attitude and that perspective was incredibly helpful in that it sometimes kind of took the pressure off not being perfect and that the outcome of the patient solely relied on me. That's probably the most important part because sometimes in pediatric cancer and blood disorders, I was a transplant physician, it can be sometimes very hard to deal with the really difficult things we see and to take it up on ourselves to feel like it's our fault that the outcome didn't go. Should we have done something differently? Even we all know humanly we did everything possible. So having faith in Christ, knowing the Lord of Lords, the God, the creator of these human beings that dearly loves them, holds their outcome in their hands. And while I don't understand why the outcome sometimes isn't as I desired, I knew that I had to trust God. And that was beautiful and wonderful. And again, it took some of the pressure of, I am performing, I am doing the thing that saves the patient. Because we all know we are not saving anybody. We are just the hands and feet of Jesus. So for years, I operated this way and walked a close walk with God. There always was something that felt disconnected. And it was really over the last couple of years through some amazing personal encounters and professional encounters that God drew me in an entirely different direction. And I'm incredibly grateful for that. Just a few years ago, I had a very difficult patient situation. I took care of a, of a little child that had a very rare condition and needed a bone marrow transplant. And I'm a bone marrow transplant physician, and that rare condition was sort of right up my alley. I like complicated, rare diseases that most people have trouble figuring out. And I've always been drawn to figuring out these things and to serve the patients that a lot of people feel lost with. And that has always been my passion. But in this situation, I knew that the outcome would be challenging and that the journey to a potential cure would be a very much an uphill battle and journey. And that there were high risk involved in this transplant, possible leading to an outcome that was not desired, that that patient wouldn't make it. 
And I'm usually very honest because we have to with families. I'm transparent, yet I hope, at least that's the feedback I've gotten, that I provide hope even in difficult situations. So this situation was no different. I had been down that path, sharing difficult news and consenting to a high-risk transplant procedure so many times before. But there was something very different that happened during this journey. As that patient entered transplant, every complication we see uh, in the box happened to this patient. And it was during times of COVID when I couldn't even be there on a daily basis by that bedside. But it happened to be so that during those times, I was at home and I was praying fervently every day because my prayer life had really picked up during that time. It was something I couldn't even explain. Suddenly, I was drawn to prayer and I prayed fervently without ceasing. Something in my spirit shifted. And that was the igniting power that led to everything else. So I kept praying for this patient, and I can share more about this story at some point, but I prayed for this patient daily. I knew in my spirit what would happen before things would occur. I knew what organ system would be affected next, even though it didn't make medical sense in that moment. We had worried about something very differently. But I just knew to pray. It was like a prophetic prayer. It was a revelation from the Holy Spirit to dive deep into, here's what I'm sensing and here's what I need to be praying for. And that is how prayer and intercession works, guys. We are giving insights, supernatural wisdom from the Lord so that we can go and pray into that. And in this case, the long story is this patient as well today. And this patient was discharged at Christmas uh, of all things. And it was really by the power of, of the Lord and his healing power, not by my medical wisdom or knowledge, this patient is alive. Did I do everything I knew to do? Yes, absolutely. Did I do due diligence up until all my medical knowledge and drawing in experts and, and asking advice and leaning in and, and reading and all those things? Yes. But I know in the heart of my heart, this patient is here because of my God's grace and not anything I did on a medical perspective. That whole journey transformed me from the inside out. There was another layer that happened in parallel, which was me receiving my own healing and transformation in my body as well as my emotions. And I'm going to share that another time. But I'm sharing this as an example that sometimes it takes one event that really pulls us out and sets us on a whole new path in our Christian faith. That example really suddenly let me see everything different through Jesus' eyes so much deeper than I ever did before. And through that experience, I decided I needed to live like this. I didn't want to live a life like that anymore where my faith sort of coexisted. Even I was pretty open about it. I shared it sometimes with my patients where appropriate, but sometimes I was timid. Now, this experience told me, it showed me no fear. Let us all be bold in our faith. Let us tune in into the supernatural Holy Spirit, not some woo-woo stuff out there. Not, we are not tuning into the universe. No, we are talking to the Lord Jesus, the Creator, our Savior, and getting insights from Him to serve people, not to our own account, not for us to 
to look smart or to look wonderful or successful. Um, no, it is so that God gets the glory. And that's what we see throughout the Bible. When Jesus healed people, it was for the glory of God and to set captives free and to heal the sick and brokenhearted. So I hope this inspired you today. I hope that you get a glimpse of there is a different life we can live in Christ in medicine. And we need that supernatural insight, that Holy Spirit-inspired wisdom and knowledge and discernment so we can show up at work or in our community to serve people well. We cannot function just by our natural abilities like everybody else. God has positioned us to use his wisdom and knowledge as he's granting it to us to intercede for others and to serve others well. So this is just one example. And I hope that this story just inspired you to think a little deeper get a little closer to God, draw a little closer to him, because as you will draw close to Jesus, he will draw closer to you and make himself known to you more and more. I cannot tell you how much I experienced that. And there's so much more to the story and more that I want to share. We're going to leave that for another episode. So for today, I want you to take heart and take courage, to be encouraged that you are right here, right now, for a reason and for a season. The Lord has more for you. The Lord has an assignment for you. He has a purpose for you. And right now, though you are in a place in medicine, wherever you are, whether you're a trainee or a full professor, to stand on your two feet, stand in faith, take God's word and go to prayer and really pray, what do you want from me, Lord? How can I show up? How can I serve here and intercede for others as he is giving you insight for your patients, for your colleagues, for any academic political situation? We need supernatural wisdom from the Holy Spirit to maneuver those situations. And these are first steps we can take to integrate our faith and our life and medicine together. So be blessed. God blessed. I will see you next week and have a wonderful day. My prayer is that you were encouraged, strengthened, and perhaps even convicted with this episode today. If this podcast has blessed you, would you help share it with your friends and colleagues and even share it on social media? Also, leave us a review on the podcast platform where you are listening to this content. It would help us a lot. Together, we can share the good news of Jesus and transform medicine, one physician, and one patient at a time. Have a great day. God bless. God bless.